Welcome to After Hours by Ashton and Me. Today we're talking to Sophie T about making a living as an artist. Action. I'll just say action for myself. <laughs> Welcome to After Hours with Astrid Mew. I'm your host, Bella Jones. And today we're talking to the very, very lovely Sophie T. Sophie, thank you for joining me today. Ah, oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, can you introduce yourself to anyone who's listening that might not be familiar with your work? Of course. I am Sophie. I am an artist and I operate solely on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, normally people would be represented by a gallery. And what I do is just kind of let them come direct to me and then I get to keep all the cash. Well, that sounds like a sensible yeah. thing to do. Um, so at the moment I'm painting nudes of women. Mm-hmm. I um, actually took my team to Bali yeah. for a month, which was fantastic. When was that? That was November. So that's oh, when I started nice. the nudes. When and it was it, cold in the UK cold, and you got yeah. to go and just be beach bums in Bali yeah, it was, for um, a month. Yeah, but it's so cheap there. Like, Is it? It's like, probably cheaper for me to just like live a life there than <laughs> from London. It's always an option. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I wanted, I've always been interested in the female form. Like mm-hmm. I did art at school and it was always what I, my go-to thing that I draw and sketch out. So um, I was painting abstracts for about a year and um, I kind of just said to my Instagram followers, if anyone wants to be a part of this project, yeah, please just send me a nude picture and we could just, and I'll paint it. Anyway, overnight I woke up and we had over a thousand <gasps> nude images on my phone. Literally, it was insane. That is awesome. Were there any that you were just like, I absolutely can't paint that? Were there like some really hardcore stuff? Um, <laughs> or were you all right? I were had there- a few dick pics. Did you? Yeah. I was going to ask. Yeah, that. I did actually only ask for women. Yeah. Um, for a start, just yeah. to, you know, ease me into the whole yeah. nude life. Um, I mean, Drawing a boob, I imagine, is easier than drawing a willy. I know. Well, yeah. And I was <laughs> actually- on the most basic of forms, it's like round booby and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boob. And then like, you know, where do you start? Do you start with the balls? Do you I start just, with the pubes? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I yeah. literally don't know. Like, I, And I got those pictures. My dad was there and I went, <gasps> dad was like, what? What's happened? And I was like, nothing, nothing. Oh, oh God, no. nothing. But, no, excuse. it's been a journey. Yeah, so you've had a thousand different news so far. I mean, how many are you at now? Oh, I can't even count. That was just on the first day. So, so people are constantly, constantly sending me. Are you still accepting new submissions? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Every time someone sends them, like, you're a legend. Thanks. <laughs> it's going in my bank. Um, so, um, yeah. What do you look for? I mean, obviously, you used to get sent so many. What makes a good nude versus one that's kind of like... Um, for me, it, it, the composition doesn't matter because I can... I can move that around the canvas yeah. how I like. The main thing is lighting. Um, okay. I'm not, I mean, the best ones are the ones not taken on an iPhone and not mirror selfies, which I do get a lot of, which is great. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes I use them to sketch out, but not for actually copying for the bigger canvases. Yeah, I need you need more detail. detail to be yeah. able to zoom in on. Mm. Get every uh, So lighting, if you're thinking about sending me a nude, good lighting. Please. Good lighting yeah. and get, set it up, set up a, Camera, well, not camera, like a... Or get your partner to do it or any, yeah. you know, just have have a fun experience. I actually had one girl that said, um, I've never sent my boyfriend a nude ever. However, for you, I will. Thank you for giving me this great experience of like, non-sexual experience. My boyfriend just took a picture of my naked body and it was, and he was like, you're amazing. Oh, like, yeah. that makes me a bit emotional. Oh, I mean, like some of the, some of the responses were like, really like, emotional like mm. people when they sent because it's like such an intimate thing obviously yeah. um a lot of them came with stories of why they felt it was like so important yeah to share it. i had one woman like so many reasons that we had women with mastectomies mm. stretch marks um 
all shapes, sizes, um, pregnant woman, self-harm scars and one actually, um, mm. she, she had a mastectomy and she said that her mum had passed away two weeks ago, but oh she God. had the mastectomy um, two months ago and she would love it if it, if it could be a part of the project somehow. Oh. Like, honestly, like it was one of the like most amazing experiences, like yeah. just sharing that and being yeah. able to then paint it and bring it to life. But I think that's what it is. It's celebrating the female form in a non-sexualized yeah. way. And it is so empowering. Yeah. And it's really important too. And it's coming from a really nice place. Yeah. It's been such an amazing yeah, I'm so glad. Like I always, like I bought three of my pieces of work today yeah. so I could like talk you through. Like yeah. I started with animals and then I went to abstract the nudes actually in that box. So we'll get that <gasps> in a bit. Okay, right. So yes, well, this is a good time to talk about actually your journey because obviously we can't talk about your journey without talking about glitter tits. Yeah. Right? The catalyst. Yeah. The canon that kind of like projected you into the, into the view of everyone, which is just like super cool. So do you want to explain yeah, what course. that was for okay. anyone you might not know? So basically the Gypsy Shrine. Yes. Now the Shrine. Um, okay. Jenna is one of my best friends mm -hmm. and she got in touch. Um, we started our business at the same time about four years ago and she was doing a, initially it wasn't glitter, it was face paint. Mm. So she said, so if you want to do a, um, a summer of free festivals and come and face paint on people. Like, this is like the start of my creative career. So skin, look yeah. at any opportunity. I was like, yeah, like I don't have to pay rent for three months. Yeah. Sick. I'll live in a tent. Uh -huh. So then we were going around and um, there was a pot of glitter on the side and she is like one of the brainiest, most amazing businesswoman I've mm -hmm. ever met and a legend. But she very quickly found that people were just gravitating towards the glitter. Mm-hmm. So that came, became a bit of a thing. And then she was looking for press angles, to be honest, and thinking of different creative ways we could use the glitter. Yeah. So fast forward about four months and we were in Coachella. Yeah. Another great opportunity that she just took me on. Mate, getting to Coachella just to work there was like the dream. Uh, literally. <laughs> and at the start of your creative career, yeah. like you just say yes or anything you have all yeah. this time and no one's buying your work anyway. So you're thinking, <laughs> all right, fine. Yeah. Um, and so we just we were just in LA and she took my top off and um, <laughs> was like, can I put glitter on your boobs? And I was like, okay, whatever. Everyone needs a friend like that. I'm just going to put some glitter on your tits, babe. You're all right with that. Oh, yeah? You're cool. Yeah. And she's one of them. Very forceful, yeah. but yeah, you do, you do what she says. Yeah. She's a genius. And um, anyway, that picture just took off. It was on the Ellen show. It was on MTV. It was in Playboy. And she made sure that I was credited in every single thing. What um, a legend. Yeah. So, that was, to be honest, I got about 20,000 followers pretty much in about a week. And mm. that was when Instagram was just starting like yeah. to get like a bit, you know, like, at the start, it was kind of just like, everyone was just like, not yeah. bothered. No, and it now like it's very growth focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's so hard to grow now. And it was like mm. the time that, yeah, it was a really great opportunity. Convincing people that I then was a serious artist though, mm. after getting my tits out was hard. Yeah. How did you do that? I mean, oh, what just was the assistance, but yeah. like, um, yeah, I definitely use that opportunity. You just got to play the cards you've been dealt. Like, That's whatever. It. Like, yeah. And I still get, I mean, and it got me so much press. Uh -huh. And um, yeah. But any use of it. But then you use that. So. That's where you've got to like take credit for yourself because yes, you you had this great opportunity and your mate was like, babe, do yeah, it. Yeah, no. But you've been really smart with your moves since then. You're like, do you know what? I've got this talent. I've got this artwork. 
this is a way to get it in front of people. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So talk to me about the animals and stuff, because that was okay. your first. Yeah. So I very first started painting. I did a business degree. And then after I graduated, and you like go on that um, year out, not mm. year out, summer out. Yeah. Couldn't afford a year out then. <laughs> um, and you can find yourself. So I went to India and mm. there was this hostel with like loads of graffiti on the wall. So I asked the manager if I could paint on it in return for a free stay. And I hadn't painted since I was at school. Wow. And honestly, I, just, I fell in love. Yeah. I, I just was like, God, this is what I need to be doing. I love that feeling when you finally go, wow, this all makes sense. Yeah. It's like this. Like, yeah. I guess like when, when, I got when you started, you were pottery, like, I was like, that's it. Yeah. No, I can't do anything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it was one of those moments. And then um, I had a grad scheme lined up uh as an analytical consultant in the oh city and then I just emailed them to say I wasn't going to do it obviously they didn't care like they're like okay bye <laughs> yeah grad screen whatever yeah do you ever think about like sliding doors like what happened if you I do. had gone on the grad scheme yeah I do quite a lot because the grad scheme was a good one but yeah. it wasn't the KPMG that I was that I actually wanted mm-hmm. and I always think if I had have got that dream job that I thought was then my dream yeah maybe that decision to become an artist and throw it all away would have been harder. And I think, look at the things that we've achieved now. And Mm. what's amazing is like, I was very, I very quickly became an expert. Whereas within a corporate career, I I had a job at GSK, um, Guy Smith Klein in my year in industry. And I was always super brainy. And I, that was the best marketing grad scheme, but I was, it just didn't manifest itself in work. Like I was really bad at it. Like I was just really disorganized. And I think from, and I lost a bit of confidence. Mm. And then I think then going to set up your own business, you become the expert in your field. So all of a sudden, everything that comes out of your mouth, like people are like, okay, well you must be right. Cause you're making it, cause it's your art and you're doing it. So it's just a very empowering move. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't a scary one because I just knew it was just yeah. that moment. I just knew that I, I needed to paint. Yeah, that's amazing. So you don't have real formal art. No. But then, you know what? Oh, art, who, who needs it? No, exactly. No, no, like very rarely people will say to me, where did you study? Yeah. Now, I just don't think it matters. Like if it's in you and I mean, so I didn't, I didn't formally study ceramics, yeah. but. But these are insane. So that's fine. Thanks. Who cares? <laughs> like, well, no, this is it. And the only reason that I think that people would study it formally is because you are, it's hammered into you. You have to have a degree in the relevant thing that you're doing. You have to go and do it. And I never did that with any of my career. Like I started doing it. um, So I used to work in fashion and I didn't go and do my degree because I managed to get myself into a magazine. And I was like, well, all right, you guys will go and pay 30 grand to go and do your degree. I'm going to work in a magazine for that three years. And then when you come and start interning, I'm going to be an assistant. Yeah. Yeah. You've just got to do it. Haven't you? I completely, completely agree. So the animals, so you started off in India, you were painting yeah. the murals, you fell in love. So the first mural that I painted was a picture of a multicolored cow. Oh, amazing. Uh, have you got, a, have you still got a picture? I've got it? a picture, yeah. Oh. It's very, very pixelated, which is so annoying. Oh. It's the picture, but um, then I posted that on Facebook mm-hmm. and a lot of my friends and family were just like, so if we had no idea you could paint, like <laughs> sick, we paint my dog yeah. or like, we paint a giraffe in these colours. So I very quickly actually became just the go-to cheap like <laughs> artist that, you know, if you, if you had a, an animal in mind, just yeah. go to Soph. How much were you charging for them at this time? So uh, this is that lion over there. Um, Should we get him in? Yeah. So this, the original at the time, about four years ago, sold for £250. 
The smallest print of this now is £350 for just the print. And we've sold about, and then they go up to £1,500 for the print. And then that's our, gonna, that's our bi- biggest ever seller. Take that home with me. <laughs> Looking at your journey, obviously you have this amazing natural talent artistically, but you've got a business mind. I mean, you've got it. Yeah, but so many people, it's kind of like you were taught. So when you're at school, you're like, you can either do the arts yeah. and you were sold this dream of like a starving artist. And that's the reality. I always wanted to be an artist. I wanted to do fine art, but I was like, can't, I can't make money. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you should, can't make money. They should not be teaching that because no. it's just so being an artist, I believe, is branding in its most pure form. You are an entrepreneur like yes. anything else. This is my dream at the moment. I'm literally about to set up my studio and I'm like, oh, I need mate, this go job. do it. Like, yeah, I yeah. oh, will come and do some play, babes, anytime you want. Yeah. Do some pottery. Why, you're so and far it, up north, though. Oh my God, I'm I am. so far down south. Literally, if like. You do have to in... decide when you move to London, <laughs> don't you? Like, what defines me? North, east, south, or west? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking it is like a different country. Yeah. My brother lives in South London and I always say this. I've been to his house once. And if he lived in Spain, I would have been there like 10 times. <laughs> but I'm like, what, Crystal Palace? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like three overgrounds, two tubes. Yeah, that is far. Yeah, it is far. But so talk to me about the animals and then you moved on. And then... So you're selling these ones for like 250 quid, which is still like a decent lot. If you're not making any... As oh, an artist... No, definitely. That and feels like a lot of money. <laughs> definitely. And, and it was... Um, the demand was definitely there. But yeah. I, to be honest, whenever I have like, I'd say, this is completely made up, but like rule of thumb for me, if I had five commissions in the, ba- in the bag ready to go, I'd be like, there's something wrong here. I'm getting too much work. The price needs to go up. So you never want to be a busy fool. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, at every single stage, and I'm really, really not afraid to say it, like every time my demand goes up, the price goes up. Because but that's I want, fine. That, like, yeah. know your value, know your worth. I really struggle with that. I struggle with, yeah. with putting a price on anything. I'm like, I'll oh, just have it. What I did when I started, because it was friends and family initially, mm-hmm. and obviously like, thank you so much to like everyone that's part, like your friends, you don't want to rip them off. Like, no. so, and also having that conversation is very awkward. Yeah. Um, so what I used to do, like when I first started was I had a PDF document. Mm-hmm. So whenever they like said, oh, can I have this? I'd just send it over rather than like writing it or speaking it or texting the price. That's- I'd literally be like, there's the document. And then we talk about something else and then they can in their own time, open it. Yeah. Know, and then decide and then come back to me. So it was never like that awkward that's a really, really, really good way of doing it. So yeah. I've got a friend, like one of my best friends was like, oh, can you make me four bowls? And I was just like, no. And she's like, why? I was like, because I won't take any money from you, but I also don't want to spend six weeks making a bowl that I would sell for 40, 50 quid yeah. and just give it to you. <laughs> so you just can't have any. Yeah. And she's like, right. But she, it's, it's really difficult. But I, again. It is hard. It is. It is finding that like in you to be like, no, I, I know my worth because I've spent my, my time doing this. But you know what? Knowing your value. Like, um, your friends and family and people that love you care about your success and your happiness yeah. and will therefore respect your prices. And if they can't afford it, sick. I can't afford it. Like, that's not an yeah. awkward conversation. Like, that's great. Like, oh, you know, so this good. is my budget. <laughs> what can I get? Like, yeah. it's all about like not being scared of those conversations because it's not mm. the end of the world. Like if you no. can't afford it, you can't afford it. If you're too expensive, you're too expensive. Fine, who cares? Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's really, really good advice to anyone who's an artist actually or trying yeah. to make as an artist, which is one of my questions. Like what are your key pits? What are your key pieces of advice to someone who's like, right, 
I've got these things I want to get out there. Right. Yeah. At the start is definitely different to my advice for scaling. So at the start, I would definitely say pick even, it doesn't have to define you forever, but Mm -hmm. pick one thing that you're going to do consistently because Mm -hmm. it's all about being known for a certain style. So for me, I chose animals and that was my little niche. So I think it's important to demonstrate that you are committed to one thing. Mm -hmm. And because also people, if you set up an Instagram page and it's just everything you've done from uni or school and it's just doesn't, it's not congruent. People won't understand what you're trying to sell and therefore won't derive any value from it. So I think it's important. It doesn't have to define you forever. Like when I was doing animals, I never wanted to paint animals forever. I knew that, but it was my thing for right now. Yeah. Um, So it would be stick to one thing. Initially. And you obviously enjoy doing it because there's so much joy in those images oh, as God. well. I've like, loved every single stage, but yeah. like the reason I change is because I get bored of it. Yeah. And that's also fine. Yeah. Like, um, like that's why I stopped the abstract because I was like, you know what? Like it's killing my back because it's like leaning over. I was like, but it does look so nice. And it's happening. Oh, it's, I mean, it's so fun. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. But I've done probably about a thousand original yeah. abstracts. Like, yeah. Um, and it was time. And I just, got to the point where I was like, I'm not learning anything anymore. Mm. Um, next. Yeah. That's it. Keep learning. Yeah. I guess is another big one. So you sent over, and oh, no, okay. So let's go back to, you've made your animals, you made your abstracts. Talk to me about how you responded to that press reaction to glitter boobs. I feel like glitter boobs needs to be the name of your biography. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> glitter tits, a journey. Yeah. Um, and your family and friends as well. Oh, right, yeah. Family. Oh my God. My dad is an absolute legend. He was like yeah. six. So if like play your cards, use what you got. Like, yeah. I, I, and to be honest, at first I was a bit scared because he's like smashed his corporate career and, you know, mm. his friends and people follow me. And it was a bit like, oh, I remember one time we were going on a family holiday. We were going to Florida and we sat on the airplane and we were handed a newspaper and we opened the page and it was me on page three. <gasps> Oh my, my God. My dad was like, and I was like, I have no idea. Like this yeah. is never an aspiration of mine. Like <laughs> I've always hated my boobs. Like I can't believe they're even on. Like, really? And yeah, so that was, their reaction from them was lovely. Mm. I just think that like it was, it, everything, everything's a game. Like mm. or everything that I'm doing is just to raise awareness of my artwork so I can mm. then, get more of my work in people's home, build a bigger team, grow as a business. Like, and it was Mm. just a step. And I think when I was very, I've always been very honest about the fact that the glitter booze was a press thing. Yeah. And that was it. Like, it's it's not, it's not, it would never really define me. No, I think still people are, I mean, Do you know what? For me, I was just like, I love it. Cause I was like, yes, glitter boobs. And I think it's also like, as a woman, like, especially boobs is such a, it's such a conversation that everyone has. They're too yeah. big. They're too small. They're this, they're that. And I think that it's also in your artwork is that you're just like celebrating that part oh, of yourself. Yeah. And the fact that you say that actually you don't even, you didn't even like your boobs, but that was the thing that you painted yeah. in glitter and you used to project yourself out there. Yeah. It's, it's really powerful. I, I guess when you say it like that, yeah. upon reflection, there are so many parallels in like yeah. what I stand for and what I've done. Yeah. Um, but you never really think that at the time. Like no. it's, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, it, it again, it wasn't a planned mm. thing. It was just Jenna being like, take your top off, Sophie. And I was like, okay. Jenna sounds <laughs> Can awesome. Can you move my flight home, please? <laughs> that's, um, that's wicked. So let's talk to you. So you sent over some kind of pieces of advice 
to yourself, I guess, kind of on your journey. Yeah. So there was press go, done is better than perfect. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Okay. I do not think there is a situation that is absolutely perfect for you to set up your business. There's never going to be a set of like a set of financials that you will be able to be like, yeah, it's time now. Or mm. there's never going to be a time in your social life that you can be like, you know, I've got no parties on for the next like five years. <laughs> like let's, let's start a business. Yeah. It's all about just taking the leap and just going for it. So that would be my advice. And, and to not take too long on anything because I think a lot of artists are scared to put anything out there in the world because it's mm. kind of like everything that they are. Like it's okay to change. It's okay to grow. And this is okay to be a work in progress for what you're eventually going to be. Mm. So don't be afraid to share that. Yeah. So some of these, like this behind me, like I find so much fault in that in so many ways. Like you would never know, obviously. No. And now I know this, yeah. like no one knows, <laughs> but like that is one of the ones that I'm like, oh, it's actually one of the ones that I haven't put up for sale because I'm a bit like, uh, really? Uh, oh, I love it. Which is kind of like very contradictory to my own advice I've just said. But, no, but that um, shows that you need to be reminded of it because you wouldn't have to take that advice if it wasn't within you like that perfectionist. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, putting it here, I guess, for this, yeah. everyone to see, yeah. and be like, that's great. And I'd be like, yeah, it is great. And you don't know what I've like, what I don't like about it. Yeah. So I think it's just a case of just accepting that it's not all going to be perfect and just. Yeah putting it online, putting it for sale because someone will find joy. From Do you it. know what is so true? So with the stuff that I make, I'll make stuff and I'm like, oh, that's hideous. Like I was making these like little like luster shells. Yeah. Did a market the first thing to sell. I was like, these yeah, ugly things. Always <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, no, they're really nice. I hope you enjoy them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to yeah. whoever bought those luster shells from me. No, I'm making more shells, but they're mad now. Um, <laughs> so talk to me about, so obviously you've had to scale your business quite quickly because I mean, Obviously, you had the business mind and attitude and plans and everything in, in place. But you spoke about um, creating an environment and a culture that reflects you and yeah. the people that you've kind of brought around you. Yeah. Okay. So I just think, I think from working in a corporate environment for a year at mm -hmm. university, I just realized, like I said before, like I just wasn't myself and I wasn't mm. happy. And I was afraid to like speak out in a meeting because I was like, am I, is what I'm saying? Okay. But actually there's a culture of that. So you were, you were just feeding off the energy of people being like, well, no, if you're here for a year, you don't have an opinion. You don't count. You haven't like. Exactly. Uh, and that is the absolute, cause I think that I may have been able to add some value in that situation, you would have. but I was just too afraid to. So mm. I think like when building a business in a team now, nothing that anyone says is wrong it, mm -hmm. it's an idea sick let's put it on the board and let's flesh it out or mm. you know it could be completely ridiculous but that's always how creative things come about so I think it's just empowering the people that you work with mm -hmm. bringing them along like I don't want to be I don't want to be rich and for them not to be rich like let's, yeah. all, let's give everyone a pay rise let's yeah. you know let's bring I don't want to go traveling on my own like what's the point of that they're my friends and family so mm. like come along so I think it's just like creating an environment where everyone just feels super just happy to be there. And you know what, when it's the time for them to leave, which has happened. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Like, yeah. I'm happy that I could have given you the opportunity to grow, like go off and do what, like, cause their, their dream might not be my dream yeah. and that's fine. And it's not evident in my current team at the moment, but motives change, mm -hmm. people change. So that's absolutely fine. If they want to go off and do whatever, I'm glad that we've had this time and it's been happy. Yeah. Again, all excellent, excellent business advice. Um, and talk to me about learning to embrace uncertainty and taking risks. 
Yes. I mean, for me, this is an absolute huge art. Yeah. You don't need it. Well. You don't need it. You don't need it. No, you don't need it. Art is in everything. Yeah. But selling art, no one needs it. Yeah. So in order to like derive some value from whatever you're doing, you Mm -hmm. need to like, it needs to be exciting. It needs to be interesting and it needs to be changing. Yeah. Because then otherwise what is going to be, why is someone going to say right today, I'll buy your work because then they don't need it. Like they could, they could do anything else with their money. Yeah. So I think the fact that, um, you always need, like taking risks for me is so important and like changing subject matter so frequently mm. is important for my business model because it allows people to think, whoa, is, is she going to stop doing nudes? Do I need to get one like right now? I, fear of loss. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of loss. And also if they've followed you on your journey and they've got an animal and they've got an abstract and they've got a boo, yeah. what's the next thing that exactly. they're going to be investing in? They can have like a yeah. wall of your Sophie T so collection. That, yeah. So that's kind of. And it's like a little collector's club. Like we have um, on when we have orders, um, people say like, how do you find out about us? Or And people always write me like a little passage, like this is my sixth piece and counting. This is my, oh, we had our 10th original the other day. Wow. The same person. So like it's, it's a, it's, and they're, and they've now become, obviously clients become friends because yeah. they're at the shows. And so we've just created like an amazing community and mm. it's all because we're just constantly changing. If I was to be painting animals still, like, you know, maybe I would, Maybe I'd be making more money, but I'd, I'd probably not. Because, yeah. And but I'd be bored. So then well, this is it. And actually, what's the point? It's the it's the there's so much. I mean, I'm I get quite witchy about my things. I play like affirmations to my glazes and put crystals in, and I believe that like you transfer energy. So the energy that you have, that you're putting in something that makes you excited and you're passionate about. The painting's gonna look better than something that you're like, mm, 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 okay. Oh, you want like what? Oh, a donkey, brilliant. You know what I mean? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> so it's like oh, you just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. yeah. So you need it needs to have my energy in it, and it's and not, passion, and yeah. it's not gonna have it if like I don't want to be doing it. No. And I think I mean that's just the the dream job, isn't it? Like it's an absolute luxury. Like the dream. I know job. it's great. Like <laughs> yeah. and every day it's like wow, like. Mm. but it is it also is hard and come back to that uncertainty thing that has been like honestly for the first two years it was so hard like mm. like paint is so expensive yeah canvases are so expensive yeah everything like a, st- a studio to rent yeah Co- <laughs> like and then you've got to cover your actual rent and then mm-hmm. tax and then you're just like oh like i need an accountant because i you know i did a business degree but i didn't pay attention in accounting so i don't know what <laughs> yeah. the hell to do so like i need to pay someone to do that yeah and it all adds up and it's just such a stressful time mm-hmm. because at the end of the day it's based on whether people like your work or not yeah it, it was really really shit at the start yeah. like but so i guess it's it does make me very happy to be in it's never, it's never certain, is it? Nothing well, is ever. But ride that wave like, and it will yeah. change. And you know what your interest, like you say, people change all the time and you might want to do something different. Like you might be like, fuck it, sculpture. Or like, maybe I'll move into film. Maybe I'll move into photography. Like once you're an artist, it's not like you stop. Yeah. Like for myself, because I obviously I do the ceramics, but I also do water painting. And I, yeah. I do makeup. I've done video editing. And it's kind of like, if you've got that in you to create, and it doesn't end. Yeah. You'll just move on to the next thing. So talk to me about the fact that you sell through Instagram. Because obviously that's a really key difference between you and other artists. Yeah. Okay. So what we would do is we um, put up a picture and say it's for sale. And then say the first person to comment gets it. Basically, that's it. 
That's or, so simple, but so brilliant. It is so simple. <laughs> yeah. It got to a point about a year ago where that we were just missing out on admin. Right. Me, me, no, cover it, me, you know, chasing up mm. everything. So basically now what we've done, it's still Instagram is the main, is the place that we um, showcase the work. But we've always had a website, but now the website is more of a, it's more uh, of a core to the business because we would then put a load of products at the same time mm-hmm. live on a drop, like anyone right, would do, okay, like, yeah, a, like do a fashion that with, brand. Yeah, people do that with ceramics. Yeah, well, like. and then they would, um, so we normally have a drop about once a week and uh, yeah, we just direct them to the website and there we go. So it's always very current mm. and it's always very quick. Where do you find your inspiration? Oh, I find my inspiration... <laughs> from travel like a hundred percent where's your favorite place to go my favorite place to go and also the place that i visit quite often is tel aviv oh i've never been it's so cool is it yeah it's really really cool the art scene there is amazing um everyone's super grungy which is nice. like the complete opposite to what i am so like <laughs> i walk around i stand out like a sore thumb i'm just but everything's so like effortlessly cool and mm. street art and i actually just came back from tel aviv a few weeks ago a few days ago and i took a a mosaic course oh amazing uh, yeah which was awesome it just gave me like a complete different perspective like you know it's it's a very careful process and mm-hmm. it and it you know there's a lot of waiting there if and you need some tiles you. babes well i've got a kiln actually <laughs> yeah. you know if you need some tiles let's just a little, little future oh, bella jones cool. ceramics and sophie t <laughs> put it into the universe <laughs> so travel and I guess everywhere, right? Because I can see the street art elements in your style of painting. Definitely. And I think that it's, yeah, it's so important to just like keep ideas fresh and mm. go to different places. I have the luxury, such not luxury because I have to obviously pay for my own flights, but my yeah. partner is a pilot. Yes. So does he, he wear a sexy uniform? He does wear a uniform. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> he shaves his beard though when he goes before. Oh. Yeah, I'm a bit like, mm, I like it. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So I, I travel a lot um, mm. because he lives in Sydney. Oh my God. Yeah. How do you maintain that? How long have you been together? Four years. Four years. And he lives in Australia. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. It's Where did you meet? In New York. In New York. Ugh, proper like jet setter. It is a bit of a like <laughs> silly, silly life we lead, but it's great. Like it allows me to when I'm in London, like complete focus on um my business yeah and then when i go away like to tel aviv i could literally just be just be yeah and um switch off from work and yeah get inspired again and then bring that back home like i'm absolutely pumped i've just come back and i'm absolutely pumped right now like i cannot wait to just yeah leave here and get back in the studio (laughs) no but it's true because it's it's so important because when you do something and you get bogged down by it you're like i'm losing the joy stop is the best thing yeah i agree so Talk to me about the techniques you use in your art because you have lots of interesting kind of like marks and pouring and... Of course. So the pouring, um, basically what I do is I work with acrylic paint Mm -hmm. and then mix it with a pouring medium. So one part pouring medium one part paint oh my god i haven't done it in so long i just I paint right. women you now. don't have to be too yeah yeah and then yeah. i have <laughs> silicon oil and um and yeah just pour it on that there's a very 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 fun process and it's yeah. immediate results which is lovely yeah work. it's just like mm. it's some gratification which we all want now yeah We're used we to all pressing want. a button and yeah. stuff's arriving straight away they do take 24 hours to dry though 
That's still not too bad. But it upsets me though. Yeah. I'm just like, I want to put this in the frame <laughs> and up on the wall now. <laughs> immediate, immediate. And is that, I guess, is there a lot of waste with that paint though? Or do you, can you use the stuff that pulls off the edges? Uh, oh my God. It is the most expensive really? style of painting. Like the pouring me... Oh, I don't want to be crude about prices, but like the pouring medium, I would go through in my peak when I was preparing for my show last summer called Chocolate, I would use 10, five litre things a day. Oh my, a day? A day. And they were, well, that's probably an exaggeration. Let's say seven. Mm -hmm. But these are like 90 pounds each just for the pouring medium. Without the canvas and the paint. Without the canvas, without the paint. Yeah. Really, really expensive way to do it. Um, but worth at it. scale yeah um which is another reason why i was just like you know what let's just maybe not spend as much money on paint anymore yeah and um go into nudes and it's been great because uh, to be honest the main reason was my back was killing you ha- they all have to be flat and i did them on the floor ah. yeah so you're literally like that with a bucket of paint and a yeah. bucket of um, and my knees and like i really honestly i feel like 10 years older than i actually <laughs> am like and like getting no sleep and then the fumes were really bad and oh no yeah so who would you love to do a portrait of i would love to do a portrait oh my god like classic the business in me always just comes out kim kardashian because she's got the most influence probably if she's gonna post it <laughs> let's be honest i love that <laughs> kim um, day yeah my god and i'd love to see her in that style as well yeah let's why tag not? she can get some Ashford and me jewelry on as well why not i can give her a mug, a mug kim yeah. will sort you right out babes get in touch um and so we're just going to wrap up to the last question now yeah. and i guess the it's just what's next what is next okay so <laughs> i have a huge show so i, don't, I have, didn't even touch upon this my um my last show was a nude called send news and Amazing. we had um a new catwalk so i paint so the women completely stripped off and i painted on them that's so cool oh my god it was literally the best day oh my god when was this recently it was in december I didn't see. I have to look. Honestly, at this. it was like so amazing. Like we yeah. had this. Um, yeah, it was an actual catwalk set up, like front row, and we like invited a ton of influencers. And then like we had another round, and then the room was absolutely packed. We had like nine hundred people in the room, like watching these women walk naked. And there was um, like a twenty-year-old, and there was a sixty-year-old, completely um, naked. Pregnant. Yeah, completely naked. And I just painted on them. You have to check it out. It's sick. Anyway, <laughs> so in two months, we've just locked down the date. Um, the Wardorf Astoria is mm-hmm. the um, the venue I'm after, and um, because I went to a fashion week show there the other day, mm. we've had nine hundred volunteers. Oh my god! So I'll be. It's a room full of naked women. So basically, yeah. So that it'll be a catwalk and be the same thing again, but just on yeah. a huge scale. Oh my God. So that's I next. Come, right, I'm coming. Yeah. That's it. I mean, if you want to get naked for me too, like 901, like every little helps. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I'm in. Sick. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. Now I'm like, you've shaken out. Okay, fine. That's it. I'm going to be naked. <laughs> you know what? I'm all for it. Let's do it. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're not alone. I didn't expect the interview to end to end here, but you know Sick. what? Like, that's fine. <laughs> Thank you for listening to After Hours by Ashton and Mie. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. See you back here next week for a brand new episode.
We'll be right back.